everybody, welcome back to Coverby Graphic Novelty. Hey everyone, my name is Chris and welcome to Jackass. That's, we are not, I'm not getting hit in the head with something hard. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You can't make me. I'm going to hurl this graphic novel at T. We're going to see what happens. What's going to happen is I'm going to be mad. Yeah, that's <laughs> we are here with a graphic novel. We are talking about Summer Fires. Yes. Uh, given to us by Julia Sagramola and published by Dark Horse Books for the first time in English. Uh, it's a beautiful hardcover that focuses on two teen girls as they go through a summer in Italy. Yes. They're talking about high school, learning to drive, texting with boys. Uh, it takes place some point in like the late 90s, maybe. Early, early. 2000s. So we did our research. We tried to figure out when this takes place. And we looked at all the music that they reference. And we were like, and the phones that they use. And we were like, this feels very late 90s. But then they had like, in the background, it's like, Hey, I'm Steve-O, and welcome to Jackass, which didn't happen until the early 2000s. So, probably early 2000s, or incongruently late 90s. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's somewhere between 97 and 2002. That's my yeah, theory, yeah. and I'm sticking to it. Could just be that Julia really wanted to have Jackass in there. Uh, <laughs> Because it's the only outlier. It's true. Everything else is like 98, 99 region. Then again, this is Italy. It is Europe. Maybe they, you know, did a little bit delay of a release on Hit Me Baby One More Time comparatively to the, you know, eruption in America. Right? Like, it's possible. I'm saying it's like 2000. That's that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. I think it's 2000, and I think that times out with a lot of this. Mm-hmm. So we follow mainly Rachel as mm -hmm. she is going around hanging out with her friend Stefano, who eventually becomes more than friends, Ooh. and is texting people and calling them whack a lot, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> She's rolling around her Italian town being like, you're so whack. And it's great. And they're listening to music and watching a nearby fire burn in the hills as they just go around doing teenage stuff. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> One of the cool things about this book is that the, the fires are literal and figurative and metaphorical, and I appreciate that, but they're also barely involved in the book. They do. They're so important to the book because they, like, set up the location they establish the color palette of the whole dang book they set this background tone they kind of double entendres like the fire of young love and young emotion and stuff mm. like there's all this stuff but in the actual plot of the story it's like hey did you hear that fire still burning whoa it's crazy and that's it yeah the bulk majority of the plot is entirely about like they go look at it teenagers. a couple times yeah and then yeah, yeah. But it doesn't, it's not like impactful. Nobody, they don't talk about like people dying. It's not like a huge thing that like affects them on an emotional, personal level. It's just this like constant backdrop burning. And I thought that was a really cool way to set up the book. Like it's so important, but also so unimportant and kind of inconsequential 
to the mm. story that's being told. And I actually really liked that. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of, you know, whether intentionally or unintentionally, the that whole idea of, like, these fires are, like, really happening right now but are kind of inconsequential for us does a good job of also emulating all the teenage stuff you yep. know the the fires of young love or whatever because uh, it it you know when you're a teen and you're experiencing like growing apart from friends and like internal family drama and you're trying to learn how to drive and your dad's being a real dick about it and stuff <laughs> like that like when you're when you're dealing with that kind of stuff it feels very hot and f you know ah this is my reality but it ultimately is kind of inconsequential like yeah. it, it's not something it's more than likely not something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life like you know these these early relationships and these early connections like they're good to have and it's cool if they do nurture into something further but like a lot of time it's just part of the development stage and you just kind of like move through it and then move on to whatever the next thing and that's really where we see Rachel and her sister at the end of the book is you know they've after dealing with all these struggles and dealing with like you know making decisions and you know losing relationships and stuff they eventually just kind of like go back to normal you know yeah and I think the other parallel too is that these fires probably are hugely important hugely impactful affecting a ton of people it's probably like a huge deal but it's very much the parallel of why it's so hard to get 18 year olds to vote even though they can yeah because why it's not affecting me I don't care this doesn't bother me this doesn't change where I'm going to school or who my friends are or what you know how much I get paid at my you know job like yeah. they don't they don't care and i remember not caring and being like i don't care about politics this is stupid and i was 30 something i'm like oh god all i can think about is politics but <laughs> it's a great it's a good parallel to show that too because like clearly these fires matter to people but to them they're like i'm teenagers why do i care then my house is on fire <laughs> yeah does, doesn't matter to me i'm good and i think that's that's another good kind of thing to point out like it really centers on that mindset of being a teen and the only thing that matters to you is you and your immediate circle and your world yeah and it uh they do a really good job kind of capturing the muted i i guess like social nuances of being a teen you know what i mean like it's not very like overblown dialogue and it's not very like overly dramatic dialogue it's just very like hey you want to go do this thing yeah all right <laughs> yeah no that's hey rachel true. looking good oh that's so whack you know what i mean like no you're totally right there was so many instances when i was a teenager that like in my head it plays out like some overdramatic anime and like how dare you treat me this way blah, blah, yeah. blah. but in reality it was like hey hey and then me dwelling on how they said hey for like three days mm -hmm. and like crying myself to sleep while not saying anything to anybody about anything. Like that's yeah, yeah. that checks out. Like it's perfect. It was a fun book. It, it you know, it pretty low action. It's just about teens kind of Being their teens. their connections and weaving the teenage world and it's about a 
teenage girl kind of learning not to be so bitter with the world. She seems very shut out and very cynical. Cynical. Uh, and she kind of learns as the book goes through to break away from that a little bit. There's partying, there's drugs, there's sex, there's nudity. But it's all just, you know, two teenagers making their way through a summer. That's a nice thing, too, is that it doesn't fall into one of the two things that I, I struggle with with teen representation, is that teen representation is either usually super pure and they don't know what sex is and they don't, like, do anything and they're basically still treated just like older children, or they're treated like like they're basically prostitutes that are doing crack cocaine and it's like the other extreme mm -hmm. and like the sure, euphoria angle yes yeah. the like late stage degrassi teens <laughs> and so like i acknowledge that there is some of that both ends of those spectrum in the world but the great majority is somewhere in the middle where like they have sex by the time they're like 16, 17, and also will drink some booze at a party and maybe smoke some weed. Yeah. And that's really the extent of both extremes. It doesn't all like, have to it. be either Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell or Riverdale. Exactly. Like <laughs> Saved by the Bell. By the Bell. Getting real silly. Yeah, I, I had Riverdale in my mind. <laughs> and so that turned me into Saved by the Bell or Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale. Yeah, that's what's so funny about that is that if you said it Southern, it'd be Riverdale. 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 Anyway, that's <laughs> that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about summer fires. Summer fires. <laughs> we mentioned it briefly. The art is really nice. It's just very minimal. Uh, it takes a very simplistic approach to color palette mm -hmm. as it kind of moves along. Honestly, they do it in a very, very nice way because you don't really notice the change in color as much. It just kind of fits with where they are at that time. Uh, they do a really good job. I have synesthesia, uh, and the art does a really good job of kind of navigating the colors with emotions, which mm -hmm. is really cool. Yeah, that's uh, So that felt really neat for me because I often feel emotions as colors. So... Uh, it just it felt very natural going through it. Yeah, they do a similar thing with the music representation and like mm -hmm. the music they put in kind of fits the vibe. Um, it's all, you know, time accurate and feels appropriate to what these kids would be listening to at this time. But like depending on what's on the radio kind of mimics the type of um, emotions or type of circumstances they're dealing with at yeah. that given time. And I think that's really cool. I, love I gotta tell you, though, every time I see like lyrics in a book nowadays i just get really nervous because like i recently heard about how badly you can get freaking sued oh no for having lyrics in yeah apparently all the like dmca shit that like streamers and stuff deal with also right? applies to print what so like <laughs> if no! you don't license the songs you can get sued into like oblivion that's uh, so dumb. There's a lot of content, <laughs> like a lot of videos online of people talking about it. Uh, specifically, I saw a video where Hank Green was talking about it. Um, talking about how in one of his books, he used like just like four lines of a song and then got sued. That's and had to pay out for it. Absurd to me. There are so many books that are so referential of me that. Uh, 
it sucks. So I hope Ugh. they license this dark horse. <laughs> Hint. <laughs> Get on it, because uh, it's weird. But yeah, it's they do a really good job of using the music to kind of flow with the tone Absolutely. of the book. But uh, I just I see things like that and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh no. Don't don't do it. Don't get sued. Don't do it. Don't get sued. Anyway, Summer Fires, it's absolutely not whack. <laughs> it's a very chill book. Uh, some I of dig the it. things the characters do is kind of whack. There is some whackness <laughs> in the narrative. It is narrative <laughs> It is narratively whacktastic at points. <laughs> but overall, it's an unwhack experience. It's true. And it will have you feeling less whack throughout your day. Your whack levels will be more in the the green your whack ratio will be yeah, even yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. re yourself with summer fires with summer fires that's and hey Derek Horse if you want to put that as a quote on the book that one's free baby there's like a new paperback version and on the back it's just cover B Rewackinate your life. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to pay us for it. That would just uh, make no, my that's, day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll take the publicity. <laughs> anyway, check it out. It was good. It is a very nice hardcover too. I mean, it's got like a very nice cover to it. Very sturdy, yeah. and it's a pretty quick read because it's not super dialogue heavy, mm -hmm. uh, and it's framed out really, really well. So, highly recommend Summer Fires. Uh, Julia Zagramola, good job. This one was fun. Yeah, go pick oh, it up. Oh, and it's a uh, $24.99. Pretty hardcover, though. Yep. Go get it. So that's going to do it for us. If you want more episodes of Cover B, you can find them on our website, coverbpodcast.com. That's right. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cover B Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has a good rest of your day. Yes. Uh, we will try to get out there and be non-whack to people. Yeah, don't be whack. If you see someone being whack, look them in the eyes and say, you're so whack. Yeah, go for a whackless attitude. <laughs> Head outside and go for a whack. <laughs> if it's nice enough, maybe wash and wax your car. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Anyway, we should probably leave. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>